All right, welcome back. So it is 2.15 on a Tuesday, technically, and I'm inside my car. So the reason I'm inside my car is because I have a guest with me. And so it's probably better if I'm inside my car because we might talk louder than normal. And like my walls are thin. So yeah, and I know I haven't uploaded an episode in like a really long time, but you know, we're back. And what better way to come back than with a guest? So this is uh, my friend, co-worker. He goes by the name of CJ. CJ, hi. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much, Jerry, for having me. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Super excited, man. We've been we've been talking about uh, doing one of these sessions for a fat minute now. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we finally came to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, super excited. Yeah, okay. So we already got like kind of warmed up and we were just talking and we're just going to, you know, keep going but yeah it's, it's super sick to be back sorry that it was such a hiatus but um yeah and the reason i have um uh cj here today is because number one like he's been talking obviously with me about being on an episode of the podcast for a while and also i always am like changing the direction of all the creative things that i do and i think mm-hmm. that the podcast now i really want it to be about like i was telling you before we started like i want it to be about conversations with people and i've done episodes by myself before but i really like the concept better when i talk with people you know definitely i feel like when when you're like by yourself sometimes self-reflection yes it's great but it could only take you so far Mm -hmm. right so i feel like i've always been like the type of person to believe like we're all beings of like experiences and cool yeah you experience stuff like by yourself but you could get taken so much further yeah. if there's other people involved. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And I, I find myself doing this thing where I like I go down like a rabbit hole mm-hmm. if there's like no one there to like help me like kind of snap out of it. Okay. You know, in the sense of like, let's say whatever I'm talking about that day, I'm like, like, because there's been some episodes where I'm like, yeah, and I feel like this and I kind of keep going like mm-hmm. over and over and I'm like kind of hitting the same topic over and over sure. with no like fresh perspective Mm -hmm. but on the episodes where i do have a guest i'm like yeah i feel like this and this and i feel like this and then they're like well i feel like this you know exactly and then i'm like oh that's true and then it kind of keeps the ball rolling so that's why like i like i like doing the ones by myself but i have like i upload youtube videos and tiktoks and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and it's like those i can make more about like my thought process yeah and the podcast where it's like a longer format for sure. I can use for like, you know, yeah. like, con- like real conversation. Yeah. And yeah. like I've, I've said before in the podcast where it's like, I like the idea of it being um, like for all you listeners out there. I know there's a few of you that's like reached out to me and been like, oh, I like how comfortable the podcast feels. And that's what I go for. I go for it to feel like if you were to be sitting in this car or in the room or whatever it is with us, that we would join like you could join in our conversation, too, because that's how I want it to feel. Because mm-hmm. the more, like, conversations like this you have with people, I feel like the better it goes. Yeah. You know? I feel like that would be kind of um, a good pull, yeah. like, for all, like, your fan base or your your listeners is that, hey, thanks for sitting down, kick back, and grab a beer. Uh, welcome to We Have Bloomed. Uh, oh, right? that's good. Right? Because, like, right now, all I have is, like, the intro, I say the time, mm-hmm. and where I'm at. Yeah. And then I already feel it getting warm. I always get warm in the car, but eventually yeah. I'm going to need to roll down the windows. But okay. <laughs> um, I I have the intro where I'm like, this is the time. This is where I'm at. And then like 
this, you know, welcome to We Bloomed, boom. Like, that's the intro. It's really not, it doesn't yeah. have that much. It's mm-hmm. so, like, that would be kind of sick. That'd to be a that. cool, like, little, like, statement phrase because yeah, you know? it's like, I think you're really appealing to the fact that, like, hey, this is, this is a place of comfortability. Yeah. Right? And, like, it's, I think what's really cool, too, is, like, it's a thing for someone to just digress to, right? Yeah. And I really love that concept where it's just like, hey, just kick back and have a drink with us mm-hmm. and pause pause the podcast if you feel like you need to say something. Yeah. But for, if not, yeah, en- enjoy the vibe, right? And I, I, okay, so I, like how you said, um, pause or, like, if you need to say something. So I started an Instagram page, like, mm-hmm. about We Bloomed because yeah. the idea is, like, if they want to, like, reach out, they yeah. can reach out and they can talk to me in the comment section of, like, yeah. Instagram, you know? Mm-hmm. So and it's, like, easy for me to see those. My question for you is, like, what what is, like, the main reason why you feel like you're creating this content? Like, what what is your big reason as to, like, all this creativity? Which is great, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, what started it all? Um. Well, I always wanted i always knew that i wanted to do something like in the creative space you know Mm -hmm. but the thing is i'm also like really indecisive Mm -hmm. so i told myself like well if i'm being like in the okay like one of the people i look up to a lot is um kanye and that sounds silly Mm -hmm. but it's like the reason i look up to him is because he really like he has his ego and he still does whatever he wants it's like if he wants to do fashion he does fashion and Mm -hmm. it's like if he wants to like perform at like the la coliseum with drake you know, he they'll work it out. They, like, it happens, you know? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, like, I want to start, like, for a while, he was saying that he wanted to do a cartoon. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I want to do a cartoon. He, like, released, like, a trailer for it at, like, mm-hmm. one of his concerts. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, just kidding, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Like, I feel like too many creatives out there feel like like kind of controlled you know where it's like they're like oh i already do art like i have to focus on just making art but it's like what if they really want to make music regardless of if it's terrible or not because like like kanye's had some like times where some of his creative things didn't work out that well but like he tried them you know Mm. and i feel like so so that's like the original idea of me being like inspired by that and i was like okay well i knew that eventually i wanted to make youtube videos you know like i've always wanted to be a youtuber Mm -hmm. um and I knew that I wanted to write. Like, I, at some point, want to be able to write, like, poetry and stuff like that, For you sure. know? Yeah. But the podcast, I felt like I really like having conversations with people about life. Yeah. And I feel like that's the one thing that I don't hear that much of on podcasts. Where there's always, like, like a niche where it's, like, we're talking about finance. We're talking yeah. about, like, you know, like women's rights we're talking Mm -hmm. about like alpha males like it's Mm -hmm. like all these different things that obviously are really cool to talk about but i feel like there's not enough like just people hitting like reality you know where it's like i've talked to people on this podcast about like how they're doing in like school or like Mm -hmm. like going through like hard times in their life or like um people have gone through like like i i've talked at some point about like some like version of like depression like you know like yeah i I try to hit aspects about like life that i feel i wish that i heard more of this growing up because it it makes me feel more comfortable knowing that there's real people who experience these things and and that's it and i think that's what's what's really cool about our generation Mm -hmm. is that the awareness as to -to day-to-day life yeah. And it's not just always consistently about, you know, the big landmarks. You yeah. know, I feel that it's super awesome that we constantly love to live in the moment mm-hmm. and be present in the moment. 
as to I feel like my parents, they're constantly like, they forgot about their day-to-day life or like their day-to-day feelings, if anything, because they're like, just like, grind, 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 cool, checkmark, house, right? Grind, 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 checkmark, have a kid, grind, 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 checkmark, right? Graduate college from the kids, right? So I think that's what's really cool is like, we have that awareness now. Or it's like, hey, dude, like, it's okay to step back these timetables, like, cool yeah reality kind of kicks in and like mm-hmm. we feel that pressure to achieve a certain thing right or right. do a certain thing but we also check ourselves like hey like you know what it's okay to feel yeah for once exactly because like you look at like even like if we go like my parents are like the parents of like all my friends like mm-hmm. they're like how you said they're they're all focused on like that that grind Mm -hmm. you know yeah and there's a lot of these parents that when i actually talk to them they don't have like hobbies yeah you know i'm like what do you like to do like the other day i asked like a relative of mine i was like what do you like to do for fun and Mm -hmm. then they're like oh i like you know like i just like like chilling at home and i'm like no i i know yeah everyone likes to chill at home Mm -hmm. like what do you like to do like what's something you like to do for fun exactly and i was like golf like yeah. fucking painting like what do you want to do i think it goes back to what you were saying where it's just like yeah cool they started off doing something that they love but yeah they, they do what they love but they got caught in the box yeah you know and mm-hmm. then that comfortability just kind of trapped them there because it's like hey like yeah yeah i'm doing what i love but i fell out of love with it yeah you know and i think that's the hardest part about people too mm-hmm. is when we fall out of love with something like it's hard to check ourselves to say like yeah hey dude like maybe this isn't it and that's what i really respect about you because just like you and you right like mm. hey like i want to try this cartoon but i'm not gonna do it because yeah. i'm over it yeah on to the next right yeah. so you're like constantly like cool next play next play if it don't work out it don't work out i flipped that stone yeah you know i feel like it's kind of hard it's funny that you brought that up because this has literally been on my mind recently Mm -hmm. where it's like i feel like recently i've been like trying okay recently in general i've just been trying to be like way more aware of like the me you know the me that's not influenced by like outside factors Mm -hmm. because it's like um one of the main things that i can think of is like i'm really like if i look deep inside myself me personally i don't care that much about money but for sure. i think that so many outside influences cause me to be like i need to have like a wicked high paying job Definitely. i need to have like a luxury car like mm-hmm. i need to have like the like craziest vip parties and it's like Definitely. if i don't have that like i'm not succeeding you know for sure but then it like it hit me the other day when i was like like okay my job right now i don't like make a crazy amount of money mm-hmm. it's like like without giving exacts i make less than like the national average for like the standard you know Definitely. but then it hit me because so i paid rent and then i paid for my utilities in the month mm-hmm. and then i put some money into savings put mm-hmm. some money into investing mm-hmm. and then i still had money to like go out and like you yeah. know i still had extra spending money yeah and it hit me where i was like I'm really worried about, like, money so, so, so much. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not, like, missing money, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. Like, I have enough to, like, live. And I'm still worrying about it. And it kind of made me rethink. And I'm like, I think this is one of those things that's, like, an outside influence that, like, I was kind of, like, not brainwashed. 
but like kind of conditioned to believe absolutely i think that all of us were right yeah and i think that's where you have to really kind of dial in your definition of what success is yeah right and i think that's what people are constantly trying to find the answer for Mm -hmm. and you don't really see it until you finally see the confidence in someone and they're like damn their confidence their confidence is like exuberant right now you know and it's because they know exactly what they want for themselves and what they define as success yeah you know and like i think everyone goes through their phases especially in our age just like what you said it's like it's all about the clout it's all about the drip it's like about how well you make yourself look yeah literally it's it's all about that right because social media for example right like we talk about all the time how many likes can i get how many views can i get how many hearts can i get right but at the end of the day that's that's only just like a little filler you know yeah literally it's like you're not gonna take any of this stuff with you like yeah that's not that's air in a jar literally right and i don't know man i think that's that's what's really cool about like any part of journey in life you know you're constantly evolving and it's the experiences Mm -hmm. that are gonna really be the telltale of all and i think i think you're getting to that point which it seems like it Mm. but hey man like maybe my definition of success isn't the way i was conditioned to really believe it to be yeah it's it's hard too because like Mm -hmm. making these decisions with like um like so um i don't know I never understood how to describe, like, if you're first generation or second generation or whatever. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, my parents, like, Im- is it immigrated? Mm-hmm. They come into the country? Yep. Immigrated to the United States. Yeah. And it's, like, naturally, like, you tell yourself, like, yeah, I want to be successful because, like, they did that. Like, exactly. for me, you know? Exactly. And yeah. then when, like, luckily I had a conversation with my parents recently that was really cool mm-hmm. where I was telling them, like, yeah, like, I feel like... I was kind of honest with them, which isn't, mm-hmm. like, that normal in, like, a, like a minority family, you know? It's, like, yeah. in any, like, of those cultures, like, because I have, like, friends that are in, like, all types of different yeah. cultures, you know? Yeah. And all of them say the same thing where they're, like, um, like, I feel like it, it's, like, hard to talk to my parents about, like, those types of things, you know? For sure. And then so I, I told them, I was, like, yeah, I feel like... I've been worrying about, like, success in terms of, like, I got to get, like, a degree. Like, I got to make, like, Mm -hmm. a ton of money, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But they told me, like, yeah, well, like, we just care about, like, you being happy, you know? Like, that's how we feel that you can be successful. And that's how I've been, like, it kind of, like, made me rethink. So I'm like, bro, I've been giving myself these definitions, you know? Exactly. Where it's like, I've been telling myself, I need to do this. I need to do this to, like, be successful. But... And that's, I feel that's the power of communication, right? Especially because there's always going to be that disconnect between kids and parents. Yeah. But the only way we could really bridge it is like by talking to them, Mm -hmm. you know? And, you know, the saying where it's like, hey, you forget like as you get older, your parents are getting older too, Mm -hmm. you know? Because I had the same thing. Yeah. Where they're really worried about the path that I was taking because I chose to work over going to school. Mm-hmm. And for me, it took a little bit of courage to be like, hey, school, like, I'm not bad at it. All of us know that. Yeah. But for me, the value that I see in my time is not in school. 
Yeah. That's not where I want my investment to be for myself. Right. And I see that I could bring a lot more value to work. Yeah. You know? And obviously that comes like different plays come into like money and all this stuff, right? But it was also very hard because they are conditioned to believe like, hey, like the route is graduate high school, go to more school, get a degree, and then find a white collar job. And then you work till you're sixty five. Work till you're sixty five and retire. like retire. Retire, right? But that's something that I'm constantly in a in like a battle with my with my pops. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like Pops, where can you find a two hundred thousand dollar house yeah. nowadays in San Diego? Yeah, you know, literally. Like, where can you find um, a job with like X, Y, and Z benefits and like job security? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's just a different game now, Dad. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, of course, like I appreciate like the guidance that you're trying to give me, mm-hmm. but it's a different play. Yeah. It's a different play now. And and I, I like I don't take away any value from the advice that he tries to give me, but I also do just take it with a grain of salt because I know how different the world is compared to how they grew up. Right. You know? That's true. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, man. It's just all experiences, yeah. right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah, man. How old are you? I'm twenty six. Twenty six. Mm-hmm. I'm 23. 23. I feel like we're... I, I don't feel like ages matter that much. No, I don't know. I, I've sure. never been like, oh, he's like older than me or like he's younger than me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all about energy, right? Yeah. And... It really is. It's... Like the type of people that like you can hang out with all types of people. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously if you're like 30, you shouldn't be hanging out with like yeah. 15 year olds. But yeah. like, um, like you can hang out with people who are like much older than you or like younger than you. And you can still, like, have the same vibe. Exactly. You exactly. Know? It's, like, kind of like when you have those cousins that are yeah. that are so much older yeah. than you. Uh-huh. But then you guys vibe way more than the cousin that's two years apart from you. Yeah. Literally. And it's, it's all about upbringing, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know. And that's, like, le- leading to upbringing. Like, what really uh, brings my attention to that term is my girlfriend. Right. Because... It's crazy. We are five years apart. So she's really? 21. Yeah. She's Dang. 21. I'm 26. Um, and despite that age difference, the reason why our chemistry is, I don't like, just, it just mixes so well mm-hmm. is I feel like our upbringing. Because just talking to her mom, talking to her brother. Yeah. You could just tell we were literally raised the same. That's really cool. You know? Like, same values, like... No, and that's... Dude, that's what's crazy, man, is, like, when it comes to relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I think that whether it be romantic, friendships, work, right? What brings us, like, that gravitation is you already know what that person's about based off their values. Right. What they value, you know? And I feel like... That's why you and I have always hit it off, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny, funny little memory for you viewers out there or listeners out there. At first, when I first met Jerry, I thought he hated me, dude. Yeah, I was not giving the right vibe. <laughs> We've talked about it. <laughs> we now. have, we have. But, but like... it's just, it's just funny, you know. Like no, no, <laughs> yeah, no bad vibes now for uh-huh. sure. You know, like we're bros. But it's just so funny because I would come into work. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to just try to poke at Jerry. Like, not in a bad way, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, just break the ice, you know. Like, 
Let me be that polar bear that breaks the yeah. ice. And do you remember that one time that you actually told me you were like, I think you hate me. Not okay. And I forgot. I said something dumb. I was like, I was like, why do you think that? And I didn't say anything else. And I was like, wow, what a lame thing to say. I was like, and that's where I was just like, dang, dude, am I am I coming off too strong? Like, maybe this is it. This this isn't it. But I just feel like naturally I'm gravitated towards you. You know, like, because yeah. I just know that like. Obviously, there's like the just, energy. Yeah, you know? the energy. And it, just, it's real, bro. Yeah, like and you get tr- attracted to it. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But it's just so funny, man. Because like I think about that, and I'm just yeah. like, man, it was it was a little bit of a rough start. Yeah, yeah, it was, <laughs> but that's cool because like that that gives me the faith for like in in future relationships. It's like mm-hmm. what's meant to come your way will no Absolutely. matter what. Because like by any like book definition. Like, we would not have kept talking based mm-hmm. on, like, our first few interactions. Yeah. Especially, like, I'm always the one that's worried about, like, first impressions matter the most, you know? Yeah. And it's, like... Sorry, I had to burp. Oh. <laughs> um, Let it go. <laughs> I had to be, like... Um, Ooh. What is that? Banana? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, uh, actually... Does this have a flavor? It says original. Is it? Oh, yeah. Original. Smirnoff. Did you like the other one? This one's, Sheesh. it's delicious. It's bomb. It's like weird. It's like you just taste. It's, like it's kind of dangerous too because it's like juice, you know. It really is, it's and like then juice. and it's like cheap because it's like the Kirkland brand. Yeah, Costco. Yeah, Costco. And you Costco buy like boy. sometimes they have a deal of like two for something. Yeah. I actually don't know because it's my girlfriend with the card, mm-hmm. not me. Oh yeah. So I don't shop there. She does. Oh And okay, then she's okay. like, "Well, they had a deal, and I just trust her." Bro, what if they don't have a deal? You need to hop on that line, though. <laughs> <laughs> you can add some members on that card. <laughs> oh, they can? Yeah, you, you can. Should. Yeah, you could. Um, hey, man, you mentioned poetry. Um, I actually write. Are you lying? Yeah, dude, you want to hear some hear Okay, cool. So, a little backstory. So, for Christmas, um, I actually wrote my girlfriend a poetry book. I wrote her 25 poems one day for each. Is there, like... A style to or do you just free verse um it's i don't know i i kind of like write. i just write with rhythm in it yeah exactly okay, so yeah that's all it needs so to technically be. it could be like oh like this is a haiku like this is whatever but, yeah but as long as you're writing with like the intention of it being poetic i feel like that's poetry yeah all exactly. the all the real people who like like pay attention to the rules are gonna disagree on us with that yeah but i don't care but no nah, man it's just it's creative work right yeah it's literally just, yeah, dude. So, I'm going to give you... This one is entitled You. I feel like this is really exclusive. Has anyone else heard this besides... Um, You girlfriend? know who has actually heard it? Ari. Ooh. Shout out to Ari. Um, a past guest on, yeah. uh-huh. on the podcast. Shout out. Shout out to her. Um, But yeah, I've, I've read it to her and a few, a few of the homies. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So, this one's entitled You. <clears throat> you. From the moment I laid my eyes on you, something inside of me could not sit still. Growing, flourishing, thriving relentlessly. You, a seed that was planted into my brain that only time began to water. Our shared passions providing its ample sunlight, its roots coursing and branching throughout my veins, blossoming into the love that I have only for you. You, a beauty unparalleled, God's greatest creation, his proudest work of art, unmatched to those around you. 
You, the most beautiful bouquet of roses and sunflowers, each petal a reflection of your charms and graces, though some wilted, still the most elegant arrangement, that is, you. You have brought nothing but hope to my hopelessness, cures to my aches and pains, music to my silence, bliss to my misery, light to my darkness, all of which I am eternally grateful for. You. You, my past, present, and promising future, I promise to always love. You. I love you. Wow. If you guys are listening, you should clap. That's really good. Thanks, That's man. like, you even had like, like different, like, you know, because it, it sounds, you know, when you read something and everyone has like the same little pauses in between. For sure, yeah. But you have like the change of rhythm. Yeah. You have, you, you make sense with what you write. And yeah. it came from the heart. Yeah, exactly. Like you man. can tell when stuff comes from the thank heart, you, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you, That was man. really good. Thanks, bro. And you just just sat and you were like, all right, let me just fucking yeah, write some poetry. Obviously, and that's what's cool, though, right? So, like, when it comes to whether it be, like, music, writing novels, writing poetry, mm. anything creative, like, there's going to be technicalities that you're always going to diss yourself on. And that's something I was actually listening to on another po- podcast where hey, man, an artist is always going to see that one little imperfection because they know that they messed up. Yeah. They know that that was not the vision that they like. They saw for that certain part of their work. Right. Right? But to anyone else, it's a fresh set of eyes. Right. Right? It's, it's completely new. It's raw. Right? But for you, you're so dialed in into making it what you define as perfect. Nah. Like, that's like... Something that you could kind of see, like, when it comes to love and the way that someone looks at you. Right. Right? Because we're so hard on ourselves thinking, like, dang, dude. Like, if only if I was skinnier. If only if I had a little bit more weight on me. If only I was younger, you know, taller, whatever it may be. But we kind of forget that, hey, like, as God's creation, we're, we're meant to see the little imperfections. Right. Right. But then when it comes to other people, like we are for what we are. We come as we come. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Love me as you want to. Right. You know, and dang, that got, that got deep and I don't know why. <laughs> it's okay. That's, that's the nature of this podcast. Yeah, um, man. Because we're constantly blooming, dude. Literally. Yeah, that was okay. Oh. Does that make sense? I'm so glad that you see it. That's so cool. Yeah, like. Um, first of all, I love that you shared that with us. That's really, really cool because I'm, I love when people get creative because mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of people want to be creative and mm-hmm. they never do, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, when I'm talking to people, they're like, I ask these questions, you know, yeah. like just, I slide it into conversation. I'm like, what could you do? Like if you, you know, like if you had like creative freedom, I don't know, like I'll slip yeah. like little questions yeah. and then some people will be like, Oh, like, I wish I could be like good at like making pastries and then like. Oh, I wish I could be good at drawing, like all this stuff. And yeah. I'm like, why not try? Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many people out there that don't yeah. try. And the fact that like, I always, always, always get like on my own case about being like, I don't have like a huge fan base. Mm-hmm. I, my fan base is literally like 30 people, you yeah. know? And yeah. it's like, I don't like what I put out isn't like exactly what I want, Yeah, you know? But yeah. it's like, 
like we're you and me are people that just create you know Mm -hmm. now seeing like stuff like that that you shared with us Mm -hmm. i'm like we both create and that's really cool because a lot of people don't have like that courage to like take that leap you know and share it with other people yeah and that's where for me personally right like for all those listeners out there i love jerry Mm -hmm. i love you too yeah, it's fine. Okay, sorry. It's fine. Okay, so for all... I know that a lot of you have probably, like, listened and were like, oh, like, we said names. Like, I think I said in the last episode or, like, the last episode or two, but I'm, I used to be like, oh, I don't want to share names Shames. or whatever. Okay, okay. But now I'm like, I don't care because I feel like it, it makes the viewer that much more comfortable if they know the name. Because yeah. it used to be, like, I didn't share the names and they're mm-hmm. like... I feel like when I was listening back on it, I was like, this sounds really, like, not, like... How am I saying that it's a really friendly podcast? Definitely. But I'm like, oh, yeah, like talker number one, yeah. like OG host yeah. and talker number two. You know, it just sounded like not intimate. And, and like on like a deeper level, too. Right. Like think about what's the most important thing to a person. Like what identifies them the most? It's their name. That's true. You know, and like when it comes to names, like that's why I get always pressed because when sometimes I used to work with my best friend. Mm-hmm. His name is Christian, too. Uh-huh. And our name tags, obviously, both say Christian, really? right? Uh-huh. And then, but I go by CJ. Yeah. And then sometimes some of the workers would just be like, hey, what's up, Christian? And I'm like, oh, like, hey, no, <laughs> no, shut it down. That's this it. is not today, Satan. <laughs> That's freaking funny. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because my, my full name is Gerardo, mm-hmm. and I like that name. But I also am careful because I don't like when people mispronounce it. So, oh, like, sorry, I say Gerardo. <laughs> no, you say it right. That's Is how that it's supposed. Yeah, that's how it's supposed oh, to be. Oh, for real? Yeah, but like when people pronounce it, instead of saying it like that, they'll say like Geraldo. There's oh, no L. There's in no it. L. Up in I don't that. take any L's. Just <laughs> 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 slip that in real quick. <laughs> um, or like they'll say Gerardo, and I'm like, it's. Gerardo. Even if Geronimo. Geronimo. Even if like people don't say it with the accent, I don't care. I like the name. But the whole reason why... Okay, my parents being like tactical when I was a kid, they told me to go by Jerry Mm -hmm. because like it was easier for people to pronounce. For sure. Which makes sense. For sure. But now I'm like, I should have just gone by Gerardo. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Because like for the past year or two, I've been trying... To go by Gerardo instead. Oh, wow. And then whenever I go to tell people, they're like, oh, what's your name? So I'm like, new setting. This is my chance to make my mark. Yeah. Hi, what's your name? Jerry. Fuck. I'm like, oh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, oh, forget it. It's Jerry. <laughs> you know, it's too late. It's, and that's fine. It's like, it's like, uh, it's just natural at this point. Yeah. Literally. But I had, I kind of had to leg up because I kind of went through the same thing, but in second grade. So second grade. I used to always go by Christian. Uh-huh. Even though my full name is Christian Joe. Mm-hmm. my full first name and in second grade the teacher's like so like what do you want to get called and i was just like i don't know like that's a yeah, big question like, like hold up, hold up the, <laughs> real quick yeah um it's like changing your social security yeah, number right existential <laughs> <Exactly>. in the <laughs> second grade <laughs> and then so i was like well i mean my name is christian joe and she was like what if i called you cj and i said oh i'm down so it's so funny though because i actually go through different names through different groups right so i'm sure with your family it's gerardo Mm -hmm. right and then obviously with like the homies it's jerry yeah right same thing with me like when it comes to my family it's actually 
Bing. Bing? Yeah. So the cool Where does that come from? When my mom was pregnant with me, she did she actually didn't know she was pregnant with me yet. Uh-huh. But she would play bingo a lot. Uh-huh. She won the bingo jackpot of fifteen thousand dollars. And that same week she found out she was pregnant with me. No way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And it works out because my mom's nickname is Bem Bing. So I'm kind of like the male version. Just Bing. Just Bing. Actually, the full nickname, it's Bingoy. So it's... Because it was like closer to Bingo. Exactly. Yeah. Dang. Bing. Yeah. That's sick. It, okay, when I was younger, mm-hmm. my family used to call me um, Bapi. Bapi. I don't know, like, it didn't have the intonation of, like, adults when adults say like, Bapi. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, it definitely didn't have that one. But, like, when I was younger, my family members called me Bapi. And okay. I don't know where it came. I, one day I'll ask my family. Yeah, that's, but that'd be cool. Yeah, I, I went by Papi. That was like my nickname. Mm-hmm. And then I started going to school and then it started being Jerry. Mm-hmm. And then like everyone started coming up with their own nickname. So it was like, some will call me Jerry. Some will call me El Yeri, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. some call me like Gerardo. Like it's like. Just their own flip on it. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like just up. I think nicknames are so cool though. I love nicknames. Uh, yeah, I do too. I wish I had more nicknames that were like. Like, um, you know those people where it's, like, their name is, like, Greg, mm-hmm. you know? But then, like, they're, like, they go by, like, Fox or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I don't know that many people like that, You know, actually. it's so funny you bring that up because I was talking to my cousin and he has a friend. His name uh-huh. is Chuck. But they all call him Norris. <laughs> That's sick, see? Like, stuff like that I yeah. love. But I wish that I had more of those. Yeah. But I think that I need to be more... Okay, this ties in kind of deep. Let me see if I can make this connection okay. make sense. But I feel like I haven't been... Um... Okay, wait. I don't know if this is going to make sense. This is one of those tangents that I always go on. But like, okay, me as a person, I feel mm-hmm. like for most of my life, I've mm-hmm. been really like disassociated where I'm kind of just going through the motions, right? Okay. So I feel like I'm not as present as I can be. Present and in regards to what? Like... I feel like, um, like, okay, even when you first met me, like, I wasn't even, like, really okay. there all the time. It's, like, now you know that I, like, in my, like, outside of work, like, I joke, I talk, like, yeah. I laugh, I, all that stuff. So, are you, you know? talking about, like, social awareness? Well, like, just in terms of, like, I was, I was always up in my head instead of being, like, in the moment. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. And my goal now is I'm trying to be way more present in life. For sure. As opposed to being, like... Every single day, I wouldn't really be involved in whatever I was doing mm-hmm. because I was, like, focused on, like... So, like, yeah, I would go through the motions of the day, mm-hmm. but in my head, I'd be, like... I, I think of it now, and it sound I don't like the, when people, like, self-diagnose, but it sounds like I have stuff like ADHD or something where it's, like, I'm so wrapped up in my head mm-hmm. that I'm not even, like, there, mm-hmm. you know? And it makes me realize, like... The people who I'm closest with and the only people that I've been able to keep around me for a long time are either people from my childhood or people that have, like, met me when I've been present, you know? Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, luckily I got to talk to you a few times outside of work. And Mm -hmm. it's, like, outside of work when I'm with friends, I'm really present because they, like, kind of ground me, you know? For sure. And it's, like, so you got to meet that side of me. Mm -hmm. But there's lots of people in my life who I've never gotten to meet in those situations so they've never gotten to know me on that level. Mm-hmm. So they only know like the surface level me that's kind of going through the motions, not being present. So, does that make sense? No, it, it really does. But my question is, is that 
how come in those moments with those people that didn't really get to know you, how come you didn't allow them to get to know you like that? Because I was just like, like, like kind of whatever emotion I was in at the time, I was like, like kind of putting up a front to hide the fact that I wasn't really like there. Does that make sense? Okay. It's like, let's say like I was like at school, you know, okay. like I didn't want the like my like. How do you what is it the word for it? It's not coworkers. Peers. peers. Is that it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Peers. I didn't want my peers to be like, bro, this guy is like not paying attention. Because like in my head I'd be like at school, but I'd be thinking and I'm like, bro, like, what's gonna happen when like I don't know, I'd be like, how how does like national debt work? You know? Yeah. And I'd be like focused on something so random, you know? Yeah. And then like I'd be like, what am I going to do when I move out? Like, yeah. like thinking about all these things instead of focusing on being in the moment. So when these people would try to like talk to me and make friends with me, mm-hmm. I would just be really surface level because yeah. I wasn't paying attention. Does that make sense? That does. That does. Because I'd be like, like they try to talk to me and I would say the most generic ass things because yeah. I'd be like, oh, haha. Well, I think that we should do the homework. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like I would just say yeah. to like get by because I was thinking too much. Well, and I think it goes. That both. sounds psycho, bro. No, it's not psycho. I mean, it goes both ways though, because technically, or for me, what I see it as, you're you're kind of looking out for yourself, right? If you really were invested into that experience or that interaction, you would have done something about it. Yeah, but the thing that sucks is like. There's been a lot of times in my life mm-hmm. that I regret mm-hmm. that I wasn't there mm-hmm. more, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's been hitting me more recently because it's like, there's friends that I don't have as friends anymore that mm-hmm. I'm like, for like whatever reason, you know, like life happens. But it's yeah. like, I wish that I could have like been more there in the moments when like I had these people, you know? Of course. It's like, and like, like um, pets, like family members, like people who like aren't. Like, not necessarily, like, around anymore, but let's say, like, people I don't talk to that much or, like, experiences. Like, I've been to Europe twice, you know? And it's, like, I remember, like, a few key things because they really drew my attention. Uh But it's, okay, one example that I have is, like, like, I've seen the Mona Lisa, like, in person. Like, I stood at the front where, like, as close as you can get to it and I stared at it. But in my head, I can't picture it. Does that make sense? And it's yeah. because I wasn't there in the moment. It's um, like, like all the, like I've like walked through the streets of Italy. Like I've walked through the streets of like the fucking UK. Yeah. Like I've seen Big Ben and I can't picture any of those things because mm-hmm. I wasn't there in the moment. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think that that is tough. You know, that yeah, is, it's that's, deep, bro. It's heavy. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like, you really think about it and you're like, damn, like, did I waste an experience? Yeah. And I think that's the biggest thing that's hindering you is like, damn, did I waste all those friendships? Did I waste those experiences like in Europe, whatever it may be? Yeah. But I think what sets us apart from these different tiers of people and different tiers of good character is what do we do about it now? Right. So I think the first level of it is self-awareness, you know, and I think we kind of check mark that when it comes to you. But two, it's like, okay, sorry, no. Step one, self-reflection. Check. Mm-hmm. You're able to do that. You're not living in la-la land. Step yeah. two is self-awareness, right? Right. And then so, step three is, okay, from this point forward, 
what am I doing differently? Right? right. And that's anything in life, right? Like, if we fuck up, we fuck up. It's either you sulk, right? And right. you do something about it. Or right. you just sulk. Right. right. And it's like, so getting deeper too, like, that's kind of like how I feel when it comes to, like, my mom's. Mm-hmm. Right? So, for all you listeners out there, today is mom's birthday. Happy birthday in heaven, moms. Happy birthday. Um, But through all the things that she's been through, even though I was, me and my sisters were her main, like, caregivers, there's always going to be that thing where it's like, man, like, what could I have done more? Yeah. Like, what else could I have done? Mm-hmm. Man, maybe I should have had dinner with her that night. Hey, yeah. damn, like, maybe I should have just let her have her little Coca-Cola so she could have just been a little bit happier that day. Yeah. You know? But at the end of the day, if you're constantly criticizing yourself on those little interactions, you're doing yourself a disservice. Literally. You really are, you know? And, like, that's where I'm always that guy that's like, hey, mason jar is half full, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Because it's like, dang, how am I going to continue on my mom's legacy? Right. Right? Like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be present at every single dinner. I'm going to ask my dad to be to eat dinner with me, you know. I'm going to have a Coke once in a while. I'm going to indulge every once yeah. in a while. Obviously in, like, moderation. Moderation. Mm-hmm. Right? But I think that goes the same way with you, right? Right. Because we could constantly be reflecting, be like, damn, I should have fucking done that. Yeah. I should have fucking done this this way. But think about it. You wouldn't have been thinking about it like that if you didn't experience it first. Right. Right? Because we're all beings of experiences. Mm-hmm. But, hey, man, you got the first two checked off. Now it's about what do we do next? And mm-hmm. how do I maximize every single thing after it? You know? Yeah. I feel that. I read this thing recently in, um, it was like a, I guess it's like a philosophy book, but it just talks okay. about life, basically. Do was really cool because I don't remember where they quoted it from, but they were quoting it from some like famous philosopher. Mm-hmm. But the the thing is called the sunk cost fallacy. Okay. So what that means is that a sunk cost is like time or experiences or money or whatever it is that we've already lost, right? Mm-hmm. And then so it's like um, years that you've already spent like in an abusive relationship or money you've already spent on a car that's not working or like times that you didn't like spend with someone Mm -hmm. like that's the sunk cost but the fallacy that we tell ourselves is that those affect our future when they don't you know where it's like it's crazy because i was this i was like reading about it and i was Mm -hmm. like it's really opposite to the way every fucking human thinks you know yeah because you're like Obviously, if you've ever been in an abusive relationship, you're like, I've mm-hmm. already spent like eight years with this person. I need to continue I need this. To, I need to like figure out, you know? Yeah. And that's what we tell ourselves instead of like, like that's a fallacy. That's where the whole thing comes in because you're supposed to be like, well, it's been eight years, but this isn't good. I need to stop. Yeah. You know, and it's like how you said where like you and me, we were both like in our own like respective like situations. We were like, oh, I wish I could have done this different. And we tell ourselves that, like, that's, like, us being, like, bad now. Like, we tell that that that's, mm-hmm. like, bad on ourselves now. But yeah. that's a fallacy. Because exactly. that's, like, 
what we do is we have to look at like the positives of it now where it's like now you're making all these really good decisions in your life about like how you are as a person and like that's the benefit you know because like how you said we're all beings of experience so it's like the reason that we see those things is so that we can make the decision to change. Exactly. You know? Yeah, dude. And I feel like people often just get caught in that abyss. Yeah, literally. You know, where, where they it's... just keep going down it over and over and yeah. they just get stuck. Yeah. And I feel like that's what sep- separates the different tiers of people, mm-hmm. you know. And, man, that's crazy. That's super cool. I like how that's defined in, like, its yeah, own Yeah, I wish theory. I could have defined it as, like, the official way, but that was how I understood it. Yeah, no, and and... It makes sense, though. Yeah. You know, and I feel like people find themselves in that struggle because that's where it relates back to what you were saying, where it's just like people think too much about me a certain way. Yeah. And I can't let them down. Yeah, literally. You know? And it's like, okay, what I like about this way of thinking so much is that... (laughs) 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 Um, What I like so much about this way of thinking is like, is, like, you can take it from, like, the small scale and be, like, oh, well, like, I've already read half of this book, but I don't want to read the rest of it. You know, yeah. like, I know that I already read half, but, like, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. And it gives you the freedom to close the book and pick up another one that you want to read. Yeah. You can spend, like, two seasons of a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And if there's four more seasons left, be like, I don't really like it. I don't want to keep watching. Yeah. You can spend your time doing the stuff that, like, you actually, like, know that you'll, like like more and then that goes for like the more extreme things where it's like let's say you've spent like three years on a degree you Mm -hmm. know or like 10 years in a job or something yeah and then you're like i actually don't like this i want to switch it up i like how you brought it down to the micro level right especially with like netflix thank you it's like yeah dude are you really gonna be like stupid 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 like i just (laughs) wasted like 30 minutes you know watching the pilot episode of this new series like no you don't you don't ding yourself on that. Yeah. You're just like, on to the next show. Yeah, it's not for me. It's not you for know? me? All right, it's not my taste? Cool. But you're not like, damn, I wish I had those 30 minutes back. Yeah. No. But yeah. then, like, to a certain extent, right? Like, obviously, you have to you have to be very mindful. Like, time is valuable. But, mm-hmm. but you don't... You can't carry that weight or that resentment towards yourself. If it comes to, like, these big landmark things in your life, either. Yeah. You know? Literally, because, okay, yeah. for, for me, because you, like, um, um, brought up family, mm-hmm. and it's, like, it's cool that you brought that up, because I was, like, I think about my family a lot, mm-hmm. because, um, obviously, like, in the culture, like, Mexican culture is just, like, very, Brown like, culture. family. <laughs> Literally, bro, Brown minorities. Culture. It's yeah. all about the family, for which real. is sick, but it also puts a lot of strain on your head um yep because like so i have like siblings and i have parents and like cousins and all that you know Mm -hmm. and it's like i find myself now in this loop where i'm like i have been like whatever for whatever reason it is you know it's Mm -hmm. like i haven't spent time with them i haven't been like completely present in like the moments that i have had with them Mm -hmm. and then i'm like Oh, like, I let that affect my decision now where I'm like, oh, like, I can't just, like, show up and be, like, present out of nowhere because they're going to be like, oh, what the fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's like, you can do that, you know? Like, you can show up and it's like, you can just, like, bring the right energy out of nowhere, you know? Like, it's like, you don't have to have an excuse to, like, be, it's like, um, 
I saw this quote somewhere that was like, you don't have to announce that you're changing to the world because you're doing it like constantly regardless, mm-hmm. you know? It's mm-hmm. like every time that you like, like let's say you like figure out, because um, I'm like that where like I have to bring it down to like a simpler way of understanding it so that I can understand it on the grand scale. Yeah. But the way I understood it is like, like if one day you like taste a certain ice cream and you're like, I actually don't like that, you know? Like, you don't mm-hmm. go outside and like stand on a ledge and you're like, I hate Rocky Road. Yeah. And then everyone's like, yeah. Tomato, like, tomato, yeah, tomato. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Like, that doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. It's like, because then you, the next time you walk into the ice cream shop, you're going to be like, no, that's, give me mint chip now. And that's then for sure. Like, yeah. yeah. You know? Like, it, it goes the same for, like, your interactions with people. And I think that's where it also comes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's just like, hey, just having confidence in what you see fit for you. Yeah. Right. And like when it comes to your family, that's you know how people always say like that sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's big facts though. Yeah. Because it's like, hey man, let's be real, everyone is always gonna do an action because of the self benefit. Mm-hmm. Right? And the self benefit that you get out of coming back to your family is because you know why? That's that's a place of love for you. Yeah. So of course you're Literally. gonna come back. You know what I mean? But people are questioning, like, man, why is Gerardo coming not coming back all of a sudden? Like, hey, dude, you know what? Take it or leave it. I am what I am. Literally. And it is what it is, but I am here. Yeah. So either spend the time questioning my presence here mm-hmm. or be present with me. Yeah. It's like I used to feel like it's like I had to have an answer for, no, like, for sure. everything. Well, that's you know? that's also just brown culture, too. Literally. You know, it. Literally, like, every single action is either questioned, judged, or thrown under the rug. Bro, thrown under the rug is a good one. I've never heard someone phrase it like that. Yeah. But it's really common in brown cultures. Dude, it really is, So, like... Just you not just talk th- about it? Yeah. Bro. Do you ever think about how much family things mm-hmm. that, like, people just, like, we don't talk about that. We don't talk about Bruno. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. So, all right. So, can I open up a little bit about like my story? If you're if you're fine with that. Okay. Cool. So, no, I I like telling my story because I don't know sometimes like, or what if my story could change someone else's life? No, I feel that. You know, because like I I like opening up, but I open up always in like metaphors and stuff because I That's I'm always fine. like, but whatever you're comfortable with. Okay, for sure. Well, so long story short, obviously have parents right and they were together and my senior year um my parents started having problems Mm -hmm. fast forward two years after it turns out my pops had a mistress in the philippines and that same year he told us like hey like i haven't been paying the rent for about three months so you guys need to find a place to live in two weeks because they're kicking us out And so fast forward, like had to like become the man of the house, um, hated my dad. And that same year, that's when my mom was diagnosed with kidney disease. Um, and at the point where she had to be on dialysis. So think about it as like chemotherapy for cancer. Right. But for the kidneys. Right. But the benefit of it is that dialysis is like it could be like your acting kidneys until you get a transplant. Right. But the genuine, genuine, or general tenure of dialysis is like five years. 
right so five years go by and like we finally like think that my mom's about to get a transplant unfortunately things don't work out that way and she passes away right but during those five years dad comes back into the picture semi like halfway in and you could tell like he's very regretful of like what he did and he misses his family for me it took a while because i'm just like nah fuck you yeah it, it's hard to come around it, stuff like, right? especially you growing up as a kid you know yeah it's different from an adult's perspective because like you can rationalize but you were a kid when all this happened. exactly right and like obviously like there's that selfish part of me where it's just like now fuck you dude like i couldn't be a kid yeah i feel that you know like and i i i love that people are starting to come forth about that where it's just like hey man it sucks because i didn't have a chance to be a kid because i had to grow up but that's why I have a lot more respect for those people because they know what's up, you know? And that's why we get it more than other people, yeah. you know? But, so when my mom passed away, like, my dad was, like, already kind of, like, back in our lives. Like, we made up and all this stuff. But you could tell, like, that's some, that, that situation where they broke up or my fa- my parents split up that he never talked about. Never talked about. But... What's crazy is, man, the morning of the day that my mom passed away, me it was me and my sisters. We were just talking with my dad in the kitchen. And he was like, guys, like, I never really said anything about this, but I love you guys. And I don't know what I was thinking at that time in my life, but every single day I thought about you guys. And I'm sorry that I wasn't there. And I tell your, like, I tell your mom right now, too, like, I'm sorry, like, I wasn't there for, you know, the little bit of the time that he didn't realize that he had left with her. But I love you. And, like, especially in brown culture, dude, for the man figure in the household to ever say that is rare. It's crazy. Yeah, I feel that. It's so rare, you know? And, like, what's crazy is... Five years go by, and that conversation never happened, right? Until the day that turns out to be that my mom passes. Yeah. You know? And I'm a big believer in, like, hey, things are supposed to work out the way that they're supposed to be. And even though it sometimes is at an expense that we feel like is way too great, but that's where I always come back to, like, hey, my mason's half full. Yeah. Like, yeah, I may have lost my mom, but you know what? I feel like I I gained a dad again. Yeah. You know? And that's, like, I... How, okay, I wish that there there was more that I could say in words, but hopefully mm-hmm. you can, like, feel the intention behind it. But I applaud you heavily for having that type of mindset because that's a really powerful mindset to have, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's, like... Thank you, you could man. you could let yourself fall. It's like I haven't lost my mother. Like let's be real, I haven't mm. lost my mother. I don't mm. know what that's like. I don't know like the mm-hmm. feeling. And it's like the fact that like you've been through hell and back in that aspect, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like you're here having a conversation with me. It's mm-hmm. like it's it it's amazing to me that you can bring optimism out of that situation. Because mm-hmm. me not being in that situation yet. I can't see how I could bring optimism 
mm-hmm. in in my situation if that were to happen exactly. you know and it's like i feel like that like to whoever it is that you can talk to about this i feel like you're gonna be like instrumental in like their way of thinking you know because mm-hmm. you're just gonna help them like see like the good side of it i don't yeah. know i wish that i could phrase it better no it's no just for like, sure no and I, I i i really appreciate it man like and I, I get what you mean and that's exactly why i'm not shy to share those experiences because let's be real death is a very awkward topic it really is you know and like think about it like when anybody loses someone close it's like the that's why the the coin phrase of my condolences because you can't really say anything else it's like what is there to say yeah and even on the receiving end right like when you're that person that are getting the condolences it's just like can't really say anything but thank you you know because it's it's, it is an awkward topic right but then that's why i like to share my experience about it because for me if people have a better grasp of how to deal with that situation no one's ever gonna know what it feels like to lose a parent unless you lose a parent or a loved one or whatever it may be right right no one will ever know that feeling until it happens right like for example like even with my mom like even though i knew that once the five years comes she's probably gonna pass if she doesn't get a transplant like i was preparing myself every single day for those five years but nothing got me ready for that right same thing where it's just like Hey, you're you're ready to be a dad. You're you're preparing. You're reading all these books to be a dad, but nothing really happens until you experience you it. Do it. Yeah, you know. But at least with my, you know, explaining my thought process, maybe it could be that story that changes someone's life. You know, That's sick. That's like beautiful. That's the whole reason why I want to like talk with people because mm-hmm. it's like even if this podcast never reaches more than like 20 to 30 people mm-hmm. it's like at least for you and me and 20 to 30 people like we understand this topic together yeah. you know no for sure and it's man. like this is one of those things that's like i don't know anything about this topic you're mm-hmm. like the only person who has like understood what it's like to be in that position mm-hmm. and I don't know what my listeners have gone through, Mm -hmm. but it could be that someone out there like just went through something like this or might go through something like this and they could listen to you and they could feel empowered by your message. And you're like speaking from the heart because you and me aren't like celebrities. You and me don't have any like crazy outliers about like our life, you know? Yeah. It's like we're by like, I don't like the definition like like an average person. But mm-hmm. it's like we're just average ass people, you know, we are, man. because we're just like out here living, like doing our thing. But it's like the term that I like is honest people. We're just yeah. Honest OK, people. that's a that's a good phrase. I like that. Yeah. We're honest people. Yeah. And like to hear it from us, like no shade to like celebrities, because I actually like some celebrities and keeping up with them. But it's like whenever they say stuff like this, I don't really feel like that connected because their way of like coping with it is probably different because they have a different lifestyle than I do. Exactly. You know, but it's like I can connect with an honest human, you know? Yeah. It's like if like I don't know. Like this sounds like such a weird analogy, but like if Kim Kardashian were to walk up to me mm-hmm. and then she's like, Hey, like, you're really handsome, I'd be like, Whoa, thanks, you know, like that's yeah. sick, you're Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah, no, but like when if a stranger, like if I'm like 
I don't know, if I go to, to like a party or something and someone mm-hmm. is like a normal ass person and they're like, oh, you're handsome. I'm mm-hmm. like, Whoa, oh, are you playing? Let me show you my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Let me show you my shoulders. Um, I don't know why I thought of that analogy. But no, like, it makes sense because like yeah. the, the weight just hits differently. Yeah. Right? Like it just, there's a different like weight to it when it's said by a specific. And like the genuineness. Yeah. Of it, you know? Yeah. And so like, not, not discrediting any celebrity. He seems like a good character. No, he's a great guy. Okay, so I didn't know this, but you can't record past 60 minutes. But that's like a a record because I've never had a segment that was 60 minutes oh, long. Oh, shoot. So, Cue the snaps. Cue the snaps. I, once this gets, uh, when I have more of a setup, it would be cool if I had like a soundboard, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, we hit a 60-minute segment. That's cool. Hopefully you guys like like that actually i don't care if you like that because that was sick um yeah. but we hope that hey if you if you couldn't make it throughout the whole thing that you guys paused uh did a little bookmark and picked it right back up because yeah honestly it's it's super nice being on here and like i was telling jerry like um everything works out for a reason and mm-hmm. i've always been gravitated towards jerry you know yeah. In a non-weird way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just had You're to like, put it out there. I am attracted to you. <laughs> Not actually. <laughs> but no, but I if you have nice feet. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um, oh, good. But, yeah, I I hope that you guys get some... Okay, I don't know if you've ever heard, like, the outro to this mm-hmm. like okay. podcast, but the, like... Not that I'm going to say the outro right now, but, like, the outro is always, like... I hope that you guys got something from this. I hope that this reminded you of someone. I hope that this made you like start a conversation with someone mm-hmm. and like um like hopefully you can reach out to them and like start a conversation. Like I forgot exactly what I say because mm-hmm. it's different every time. Yeah. But like that's the like idea cuz I I like the idea that someone like is like oh like um like okay let's say some highlights of like feedback that people have given to me about the the podcast there was one person who told me on one of my more like lighthearted episodes where i was talking about something stupid they said um hey thank you for keeping me entertained on my ride home really lighthearted but i was like wow Mm -hmm. like i don't like i'm super feelings based yeah so for someone to say like hey you like entertained me for my ride home yeah i'm like bro traffic like fucking sucks and it's yeah. like you you chose to listen to me exactly and it's like like you could have listened to like a popular artist like a popular podcast whatever and you chose to listen to me that means so much yeah you know and then someone else um one of my listeners always like gives me a like i'm really grateful for them because they always reach out to me and be like hey like when are you gonna upload the next episode it's been a while you mm-hmm. know and i they said on the last time that they reached out to me um i just wanted to let you know that i appreciate like your podcast and i like the energy you bring in it oh yeah and they said that um i understand if you like because some of the pauses that i put in between my episodes are really long Mm -hmm. so this person said i understand if one day you stop making episodes but I just want to let you know that, like, I like what you're bringing mm-hmm. to, like, the episodes. And I was like, cool, thanks, you know? Yeah. And then, like, um, one of my friends, like, a long time ago, they were having, 
um it was i forgot if it was like friendship problems or like relationship problems Mm -hmm. but while they were like having these problems on one of those days they listened to an episode that where i talked about relationships and then they were like whoa it feels like I needed that message in that moment yeah. and it helps me kind of th- think about it. And I was like, whoa, chills. Dude, yeah, and like just take take it and run with it, right? Like not even just on the podcast level, right? Yeah. Specifically when it comes to Gerardo, like, dude, you can have so much impact on someone's life. Yeah. You know, and it may seem like I'm talking directly about work, but it's true, dude. It really is. And that's why like, at work, I take it for what it is because I could be serving someone's only meal of the day. Mm-hmm. Someone could have had just been fired from their job. Someone could have eaten anywhere else, but they chose us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> nice. Us. Hey. <laughs> but... Like, with that power, it's like, dude, you really do have a lot of power. And it's the same thing with these episodes, dude. You yeah. Don't, we don't know who it's going to reach. We yeah. don't know who's listening. But at the end of the day, your stories can change someone's life. Yeah. That's true. That's a really good way of looking at it. I always, like, bring myself down for, like, doing mm-hmm. these creative things. Because, like, how you said, like, mm-hmm. at like the beginning of the episode... You're like, we're so focused on the likes, on the hearts, on the views, whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So I tell myself that what I'm doing isn't worthwhile because I'm not viral. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And it's like, I have to get out of that because, mm-hmm. like, at the end of the day, like, I'm doing it just because it's, like, a passion for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm acting, like, as if I'm doing it for, like, the business aspect of it. Yeah. But that's not why I'm doing it, you know? Exactly. I just... It's one of those things where I've conditioned myself to believe, like, my passion is not, like, like, worthwhile if it's not, like, a successful, I don't know, like, side hustle. Yeah. You know? And that's fair, though, just given the fact that, like, we've been conditioned to. And and that is reality, though, because if anything that we're going to be hustling about, it better be, be, like, helping us out financially. Yeah. And that's fair, right? Um, I uploaded a TikTok. I think mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was a TikTok mm-hmm. recently where I was talking about how whenever nothing's wrong, it feels wrong because I'm like, oh, there's like I'm not really like worrying about anything You're worthwhile, for something, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's like kind of what you were talking about where it's like i'm like sitting there and i'm like well i'm kind of just chilling like Mm -hmm. that's not a good like use of my time but it's like there's it became popular on tiktok but like the saying is like really like true from old um it's like old italian saying Mm -hmm. and the saying means the the sweetness of doing nothing Mm -hmm. and it's because like when you find peace in things like doing nothing or doing something like peaceful like people watching or like Mm -hmm. self-reflection you understand a lot more about yourself and you can be like a better person overall. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's like that phrase, the sweetness of doing nothing is like really cool because just, I feel like American culture is like, if you're go, not like go, on go, the go. fucking grind set, like you, yeah. you're fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, if you're free, so I had this conversation with my girlfriend today where I was like, bro, I feel like I did like nothing today because my free time wasn't spent making money mm-hmm. or like, you know, like 
Uh, basically making money. That's like how yeah. I was saying. I need to get away from thinking about money so much. Yeah. Because I'm like, today with my free time, like, I read a book. And then, mm-hmm. like, I kind of chilled. And then I cooked. And then for some reason, at the end of, like, my free time for the day, I was like, oh, God, I wasted, like, my, I wasted That's my time. That's crazy how you bring that up, though. Because I always judge myself on, like, my pre-routine. Yeah. Like, before work. Mm. And say, for example, that, you know, I'm working the the late shift. Right. Right? And I'm just like, dang, dude, I woke up at 10, ate lunch, and I decided to take a nap and iron my pants. And then you're like, what a waste. What a waste of a yeah. day. And I'm like, I always ding myself on that. Because, yeah, it's true. Like, for sure, there could have been a lot more pro- Quote unquote productive, whatever we define as productive. Yeah. But I forget and I don't really realize, like, hey, maybe I did need that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what if that's what puts me in a successful mindset when I come to work? Yeah. That's where, that's why I have the energy at work. Or, like, what if the, like, I don't know, like the mental rest that you gave yourself today from, like, the piece of, like, just think of, like, the piece of just eating, like how you said. Yeah. And then, like, you gave yourself the freedom to, like, take a nap, like, to relax, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, sleep is, like, super necessary for our bodies. Like, if you take that and then you did something, like, you prepared yourself for work by ironing your pants mm-hmm. and you go to work, you know? I feel like, in reality, like, stuff like that is more beneficial to us than us worrying, you know? Because yeah. right now, you and me are in that mindset where we're, yeah. like, worrying so hard about what we do mm-hmm. in our, like, free time. And that's probably causing us more damage than just yeah, just doing something, you know? Yeah, no, man, that for sure gives me confidence. Obviously, you know, there's still motivation to do more. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it, I take comfort in the fact that, hey... That's okay to do something for you. you yeah. Know, or... It's not like, uh, like how you said earlier, like, it's in moderation. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. But, dang. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. After an hour and ten minutes of Dude. talking. Cheers. Cheers. To, to Gerardo and, and to CJ. experiences. Cheers. To um, life and the mason jar half full. Because we're um, drinking liquids un- out of a mason jar. <laughs> out of a mason jar. Um, and then so we're going to catch some fireflies after. Have you ever actually seen a firefly? No. They're not like, <laughs> na- <laughs> They're not like native to California, are they? Are they? They're definitely not native to San Diego. Oh, cause I I've it, never. Is there any fireflies out there? <laughs> Show, show yourselves <laughs> bro just imagine like the first person to be out in nature like you know just taking a sh- oh shit what yeah, is the that fuck is uh, it? they thought I'd it was be... like spirits you know, know. <laughs> he's like <laughs> do you ever think about okay i i keep rambling last thing i'll say before we go uh-huh. but like you ever think about how back in the day people didn't have glasses so, do you wonder how many myths and legends Bro. are accounted to the fact that people just couldn't see? That's fact, dude. But I always thought that, like, the people that couldn't see, they were either eaten. <laughs> <laughs> they most likely were either eaten 
they couldn't defend themselves or like you know provide for themselves or they just fell into a hole alphas only back then no dead ass bro like it is alphas only back then it was alpha now it doesn't matter now it doesn't matter you could be like the most not i don't know the opposite but you could be the most zeta person out there (laughs) is that the end of the alphabet Um, zeta zeta or yeah i was like what was that shadow um but yeah okay well this is a good place to stop so if this podcast episode made you think about someone hopefully you can start a conversation with them hopefully you reach out to someone um please if you have anything that you wanted to share with me or cj or whoever it is people who have been on the podcast before you can comment on our instagram Mm -hmm. at the we bloom page thank you so so much for taking time out of your day to listen even if it was only for a portion of it and if you made it this far i appreciate you very very much um do you have things you'd like to add? Um, big shout out to Jerry and <laughs> all you. the previous um, guests on We Bloomed. We Bloomed. Um, uh, thanks for taking the time, like Jerry said, to sit down and relax with us. Um, we felt your presence as much as hopefully you felt our presence with you right there on your car ride to work or <laughs> even just as background noise. True. But. I hope you can be the ember and the spark that ignites a wildfire. And stay up. God bless. Damn, that was good. That was good. All right. I'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.